Welcome to Expert Views on Alternative Dispute Resolution. Eva, a podcast about simplifying ADR in a bid to get more and more people, users, to the process. My name is Chinwe Stella Umebolo. I am a PhD ADR student from the University of Brighton, United Kingdom. This weekend, I'm super excited to welcome Mrs. Caroline Nini Ituk, the former director of the Lagos Multidoc Courthouse, LMDC, the first court-connected ADR center in Africa. She obtained a master's degree from King's College, University of London. She was involved in legal practice until 2006 when she joined the Negotiation and Conflict Management Group, NCMG, a center manager of the LMDC. She's currently the director of the Enugu State Multi-Dog Courthouse, ESMDC, from its date of inception to date. As the ESMDC director, she develops all its operational proceedings, templates, and trainings. Uh, Mrs. Ituk has attended various courses and conference, conferences in the United Kingdom and the USA. She's, she's, she has also, also authored and presented papers at both national and international ADR conferences. I mean, I can go on and on and about Mrs. Etuk. Um, you know, she wears many hats with loads of experience in, in this pool resolution. Um, a very big welcome to the show, Ma. Can you hear me? Yeah, thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, thank you so much for um, coming in. Okay, so I have a um, couple of questions lined up for you. So the first question is, to what extent has the ESMDC Center enhanced access to justice for Enugu State um, citizens? Okay, well, in answer to that question, I'll say... Um, the ESMDC was established in May 2018, and um, we are like um, approximately two years and four months old, approximately. Okay. And as far as, far as I know, um, I would say, in a manner of speaking, we are still at the nascent stages of okay. our development. Yeah. So, but however, in terms of um, how far we've gone okay. with um, uh-huh. enhancing access to justice in assisting the citizenry of Enugu State gain access not just to the courts mm-hmm. but to other dispute resolution uh, methods okay. of resolving the disputes, we have made. Um, I think a considerably good start. Uh, our caseload stands at about 740 something cases as at the end of 2020. Okay. And uh, yes, and I think um, I think for a multi-door courthouse, um, it's it's a, it's a good start. Mm. Now you know, of course, that there are other things um, that are related to that. Um, to the extent of access to justice yeah. and how impactful you know, it, it can become. Other things that has to do with the acceptability of alternative dispute resolution. Now, it's, um, 
it's a war that every ADR program in the world has had to. It's a challenge. Let me not say a war. It's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> program yeah. in the world has had to deal with. Yeah. So we are dealing with our own issues. We are mm. dealing with the legal community. Yeah. How to get them to accept and embrace um, ADR. Mm -hmm. uh, we are dealing with the, the citizenry themselves. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, people with disputes, they have to make a choice as to whether to go to court or to come to an ADR process at the multi-door courthouse. Yeah. And many times we know that the decisions they make are informed by what their lawyers say. So there's a whole lot of awareness yet to be done. It's a gradual process and we're, I would say that we're, we're on the right track. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much. So, so, so far, would you say that um, the lawyers, um, like you just pointed out, have started, you know, accepting um, ADR? Well, it's um, it's it's not it's not a, a problem yeah. that I'm familiar with. Okay. I was a director of the Lagos Multidor Courthouse yeah. for 10 years. I worked with that center for, for 12 years in all. Mm -hmm. And it's not a problem that I'm unfamiliar with. Hmm. And moreover, when you go to conferences all over the world, yeah. the issue of acceptability by the legal community it's, is an the ongoing problem. concern. Hmm. Hmm. You know, yeah. but I'll say in Enugu State, we've had um, we've, we've had our own challenges, and we're still having some challenges. We've tried hmm. um, to get into the bar association. Yeah, um, most of the members of staff are actually lawyers. Hmm. Uh, we have uh, fifteen staff; um, twelve of them. Uh, lawyers yeah. that had one time or the other been in legal practice. Okay. So um, we've, we've been we've worked with the Enugu branch of the NBA. Mm -hmm. We've always been invited to make presentations at the law uh, week and other legal events. Okay. And all that. And um, what I find, which is a very mysterious thing, that's what I call it. Mm -hmm. is that if you engage a lawyer one-on-one -on -one and yeah. talk about alternative dispute resolution, yes. on the face of it, there's always an accent. You know, say, ADR is good. Mm -hmm. You know, we like this mediation process. Yeah. Um, you know, you have that sort of feedback. Yes. But when it actually comes to a matter being referred in court, like the court in the by the Enugu State um, uh, High Court rules, the current High Court rules, a judge is empowered by the rules to, to use his or her discretion mm -hmm. to refer a matter. If the judge thinks or the magistrate thinks that this matter is appropriate for ADL, the judge might have might you know using. Um, his discretion or her discretion refer the matter. Yeah. You find that judges come up, the lawyers would, many lawyers, not all of them, many of them would say, no, my lord, we don't want our matters 
they would make an objection to a referral. Hmm. And this might be the same person that has said, yes, yes, yeah. you know, I admire this. <laughs> but it's like when it, when it touches you personally, yeah. considerations become different. And now, I must say, it's not, it's, it's not, um, it's not unnatural mm -hmm. because the lawyers feel that their matters going to ADR would affect their income. Mm. It's the issue, it boils down to the issue of re what, what remuneration would I get at the end of this matter yeah. and things like that. Mm. It's a matter of how does it personally impact on my finances, yeah. this ADR thing, you know. So, mm. well, it's all a matter of, you know, how much more um, funding, time and effort we yeah. can throw into creating awareness and training lawyers yeah. on what to do in a, in a mediation forum, for yeah. example, yeah. you know. A lawyer needs to come in because many of the lawyers, anyway, they are quite ignorant mm -hmm. of what happens in a proper formal mediation um, environment. Yeah. They, they do not know what to expect. They've not had exposure, you know, to uh, that type of dispute resolution, and and they don't know how to identify their relevance within that space yeah so when all these issues are addressed and the lawyers like lawyers commercial lawyers i know that they know time is of essence mm -hmm. they know proper billing when it comes to okay you know you are taught how to bill when yeah. you go to the court mm -hmm. to run a case for a client but how do you bill a client yeah. if you're coming to the position, for instance? That's an interesting which, question. Yeah, how do you bill? Taken, yeah, sorry. Yeah, mm -hmm. the matter that would have taken three years, mm -hmm. for instance, is mm -hmm. resolved in one city. Mm -hmm. Where does that place me as a lawyer? Yeah. Do I get my full fees? Do I get half the fees? Hmm. How do I structure my practice yeah. around these sort of eventualities? Yeah. So all those are learning uh, learning yeah. which lawyers must uh, must embrace they must and and the competencies they must embrace in order to feel comfortable and useful and 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 have and and run their mediation representation yeah. profitably you know so mm. those are all the issues mm. and uh, you know lagos is ahead in yeah. the sense that you know, we had started what we call a mediation advocacy okay. training yeah. Um, yeah with the with the standing conference of mediation advocates we actually made a faculty from the lagos multi-door conference we actually made a trip to the uk and uh, met with professor goodman andrew goodman he had set up a training for us and all that hmm. we did the training came back and um, and started the mediation advocacy program which has helped a lot because lawyers now attend the program and they now become conversant with what to do and how to 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 be profitable and in an ADR environment. And so that's you know, if you have twenty five lawyers do the training and are yeah. twenty five in a few months' time, you know, so that is like you know the pool of ADR um, activists and and uh, and users. 
you know, yeah. expanding. So that's what we intend to do in in Enugu too. Yeah. We need to run the traditional advocacy training and we are scheduling one for April. So. Mm. This year. Okay. So it's really, 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 um, to all intents and purposes, it's mm. really work in progress. But I think we're, we're, we're on the right track. We're not yeah. there yet, but yeah. we are definitely on the right on the right oh thank you so much um for providing um insights on how um the uh, esmdc and lmdc are tackling um this um issue with um billing of clients by the lawyers uh you and it's an interesting um topic uh, because i i still wonder how do how can lawyers bill um clients and um, parties in um, for mediation you know i don't know if you could kind of give me a summary of how how they can do that okay it's it's tricky because yeah. in different jurisdictions you yeah. have um ordinarily you have uh, legal practitioners feeling in different ways mm -hmm. now when i came to enugu i found out that the billing process was um, kind of different from Lagos, mm -hmm. yeah. and and that many of the lawyers, uh, a great part of the legal community, depended on were depending on the what they call the appearance fees. Mm -hmm. That means mm -hmm. it's, whenever the matter comes up, yeah. the client is supposed to pay the lawyer some certain amount to cover his transportation and disbursement mm. and so on and so forth yeah you know now with a billing structure like that it stands to reason that the more times i attend court the more payments he or she get. gets okay yeah yes. mm. and then that adds up you know mm. now understand that there's there's a well there's a fee that is charged okay but for most of the lawyers, the fee might be paid up front and, um, and that is expended. But the continuous billing is what really adds up and makes to ensure that the lawyer gets something at every time the case is. So for, for that type of billing structure, yeah. um, ADR runs flies in the face of it in the sense that, um, while I'm trying to make sure my case is lengthened, alternative dispute resolution is cutting it short right mm. there. And yeah. Mm. So the lawyer is trying to get, you know, more time and yeah. more billing appearances. Mm. And then I in the multi-door courthouse, my major objective mm -hmm. is to ensure that the matter is terminated as quickly as possible. Now that really now becomes an issue. Yeah. So what we find is that many lawyers, they, well, except for the well-constituted law firm, many law firms, many yeah. of the lawyers, they will, either they just send their juniors to come to the multi-door courthouse for the negotiation, yeah. which is which is really law, not so right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. They, many of them just abandon their clients and say, "Okay, since you want to go for settlement, okay, you go, go. and then um, when you when you settle, I'll come and sign up oh. on the term of settlement." That's unfair. In mm. other words, I don't want to waste my time just coming there yeah. and um, 
you know, and then the case ends. I'm, I'm, I'm really not any better for it. Oh, okay. So there, there are all those sort of issues that mm. need to really be addressed. And it's advocacy that takes care of some of those misconceptions mm. and all that. Oh. Because personally, I don't see that a lawyer that comes to the multi-door courthouse and knows his role yeah. as the client's advocate, okay, in, in mediation and plays his part yeah. relatively well, should not be paid even an appearance fee for doing that. Now, so that's one scenario. The second scenario is that if we have agreed that at, for this case, that you're going to pay me two million for running this litigation from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And you go to court and um, after the case is mentioned in court, mm -hmm. all right? Yeah. And maybe you've taken a few preliminary applications, which is legal time and work being put in there. And the, at that stage, the court refers the matter to the multi-door courthouse. Mm -hmm. And we have um, a first session. Yeah. And then by the second session, I'm just building this as a scenario. Yes. At the second session, the matter is settled yeah. because the parties have agreed on something. Hmm. Now, where does that leave you as a lawyer? You have you have given your total bill for two million. Perhaps you're expecting that the case would go on for maybe a year or two. Yeah. And this is like maybe three months into into the time all right and the case is now settled let's say the client had given you a million naira already yeah. as an advance payment okay. and there's a million naira still outstanding and we've had we've had lawyers report back and say this matter has now been settled our client refused to pay us a balance because he said after all the matter was not concluded in litigation as we agreed the matter was concluded in the in a settlement negotiation in which i took part mm -hmm. and what did you even do you were present but what did you do you hardly said a word oh my goodness okay. and yeah now, uh, and now you want me to pay you a million naira exactly for doing what yeah so mm. that's that's really an issue the lawyer definitely would feel shortchanged yeah and if the client had changed all right mm -hmm. yeah. so what do you now do so structures need to be built around this okay so we say to the lawyers best thing to do there's always an eventuality that your matter will be referred for take that eventuality into account yeah. when you're negotiating with a client mm -hmm. all right okay. now this is our expectation two million for two years if you do um if Along the line, I pay you one million now. If along the line the matter goes for negotiation and is settled, what you would be getting is another thirty percent of this sum, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so there's an agreement. Uh, there's a structure already in place. So if the matter goes for for to the multi-door courthouse and is settled, everybody knows this is an agreement. If the matter settles. You get 30% of your balance, which is like maybe uh, 300,000 or yeah. something. You yeah. understand? Yeah. Or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. If the matter doesn't settle, well, it stands to reason that you we go back to court 
continue the trial and and then you get your balance which is a full one million naira now all those things they are actually um what should i say they are actually um they are actually on the line um i don't know what to call them psychological or <laughs> they are yeah. actually on the line issues playing there because okay again if a lawyer knows that um i'm better off getting the 30 percent that's yeah. three hundred thousand and ending this case yeah. which will probably uh, which is probably a very bad case and if it goes on to trial and gets concluded mm. in trial i'm going to lose this case and yeah. uh, with it maybe some part of my reputation or whatever i don't know what know what what the downside of losing the case is <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly or maybe i'll not get many re more referrals from this particular client or something or something yeah okay now it's better for me to get this 30 percent or 40 percent or whatever we agree so the lawyer throws himself into the process hmm. you understand hmm. and becomes and becomes a very vital part of the process to ensure that his client can get a good deal out of this negotiation yeah. Okay. okay. He brings in a lot of creativity. He brings in a lot of his experience and so table, on. Into, yeah. And becomes an ally of the mediator. Yeah. Okay. Instead of the parties resolve the matter. Yeah. Instead of an, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But if the lawyer feels that, look, <laughs> I might as well go on and do this life for two. Look, I have a lot of things I need to do with this one mm -hmm. million naira that is left. Mm -hmm. Okay, he becomes he becomes a loser in exactly <laughs> in the mediation. Yeah, you big know. problem. So all, all those all those are underlying things. The lawyer is not saying it, but the mediator has to be killed enough to unearth and to realize that okay, yeah. there are some things that are really germane to this case, they are exactly. playing in the background yeah. and they are hindering the process. Okay. So, so. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, because of time, I would have, you know, <laughs> allowed you to, you know, explain more because, I mean, this is a, a big issue um, from the literature, from the literature I've reviewed so far, I, you know, it's, it comes up and some of the, um, 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 speakers, guest speakers on ever, they've pointed that out as well. So I really needed um, you to educate me on how to build, <laughs> on how lawyers can build their clients. So I think it's a contemporary issue and you've dealt with it. So going on to the second um, question, um, what is your advice for potential users and for people that would want to start or pursue a career in ADR? If you could just summarize it, because we are running out of time a bit. Yes, Ma. Thank you. Okay. Well, well, for potential users, yes, I would say that every every single person that has a dispute should try and avail themselves and of, of the opportunity of being at a mediation. Mm. It might be a court-based one or anyone. Yes, and being at the mediation, they should learn the ropes, you know, as so as a party in the mediation, you can learn the ropes, okay? Yeah. You can get that as an experience for you to also, because once you're in a mediation and you know how it runs, the next time you're in mediation, you're more proficient 
in how to negotiate and get the, the deal. Mm-hmm. Now, the other one, the second part of the question was what now? What how to if people would want to start or pursue a career in ADR? Okay, well, uh, to pursue a career in ADR, to begin with, of course, yes. is the know-how. You need to attend trainings, mm-hmm. trainings that are practice-based, actually, not theoretical trainings, okay? okay? Yes, that ma'am. is one. Number two, of course, it's um, you need to you need to have have structures in place and you need to be able to attract um, ADR business, you be able to attract mediation business, all right? So you need to expand your network. People need to know that you are available and that you have an additional expertise. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're an industrialist, or if, of course, your niche would be where you're more proficient in. Okay. Okay, so get the word out through some of the mediations, for instance. Yeah. You can do them pro bono for mm. the purposes of, of getting referrals. Yes, ma'am. All right, and, and let word go out. So you do your best and um, don't take up matters that are too, for which you don't have competencies. Mm. If you had a huge mediation with, with high stakes and um, there's a lot to lose and you, you you don't think you're there yet in terms of your experience, then okay. you need to get a co-mediator mm. who is more experienced and versatile to ensure that you give the parties the best deal. Mm. So in, in view of time, I think that's that's just you know <laughs> yeah. what you want. Yeah, that's you summarized it. Yeah. You've done justice yeah. to that. Thank you so much. So the final question is, what are the career progression for a typical mediator? So we just have two more minutes, three more minutes to go, yes. Well, I, I cannot say career projection for a typical mediator. Mm-hmm. Yes, people ma'am. have told me in the past that they want to close down their law business and just face mediation, for mm-hmm. instance. Yeah. And I'm telling them where the economy is now I don't think you can sustain that. Hmm. So uh, just just do what you do. If you're a legal practitioner, yeah. what the big law firms in Lagos do is that they have a unit that is an ADR unit. All right? So you can start from there, but always have your core legal practice as a buffer hmm. and start the mediation program and let it grow um, from there. But of course, you know, in terms of expertise, you need to be building up on your expertise consistently. There's nothing that can compromise for that. Mm. And um, I see that the the court-connected programs are like a market for disputes. If you get involved in a panel of neutrals and try and get as many cases as possible for the purpose of honing your skills in the area. Now, as the industry grows, all right, we would now grow with it. Like in the UK now, you have people that are just mediators and they earn um, master mediators and they earn quite a lot of money for yeah. doing what they do. Yeah. But we are not there yet. So we are going to have a just a mediation practice. Mm-hmm. I don't think we are there yet. Mm. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so super, super grateful for, you know, um, providing insights on how, you know, ESMDC functions and how um, 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 they, they, they um, 
um, assess, um, enhance access to justice for um, citizens in Enugu, and also for how um, um, potential users um, can um, and the people and other people that would want to start a career in ADR can go about. Um, embracing ADR or um, pursuing ADR, um, as the case may uh, be. Thank you so much, uh, Mrs. Etukam. Um, much, I'm so grateful, <laughs> you know, for you to um, honor this invitation. And um, to my listeners, um, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Um, stay tuned, same time next weekend. Um, bye bye.